welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app, the official betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined in this audio-only podcast by D.A. Damian Anderson, former Arizona Cardinal running back, the pride of Northwestern. And D.A., we are continuing our off-season look at this what-if scenario. Bo and I last week talking about what if in 2018 the Arizona Cardinals had traded up for one Josh and Josh Allen, not Josh Rosen. And Mm. you and I have the pleasure of diving into the 2019 NFL Draft, which was one of the most tumultuous off-season decisions, goodness, I can remember with the Arizona Cardinals drafting Kyler Murray over Nick Bosa. But yeah, Johnny, but it was also, as you mentioned, tumultuous off seasons. It also had to do with the fact that the Cardinals changed head coaches. There was a lot of change within the organization to put them in this position. So say, for example, that happens, there's events, you know, you know what I mean? They, they keep their, their same, are they, are we doing the, what if they're keeping their same head coach or are they getting cliff and making some decisions? Like what we are doing, we are doing a straight, what if my friend that they pass with cliff Kingsbury in house. They pass on Kyler Murray, and they take Nick Bosa first overall, which I do believe was on the table until Steve Kime was coaxed by Kingsbury and company in March just to, quote, put on the film and watch it, and uh, the rest is history. But in this exercise, we're going to keep it Nick Bosa. Johnny, but I don't think – yeah, yeah, right on. I don't think that you get Cliff and not Kyler, if that makes sense. Like, I think that they're a part of – Well, then people need – are giving Cliff a little bit more respect that this this happened in part because of yeah, I, I, think that, I, I think certainly like a, do. Yeah, I think it's like a perfect fit, perfect scenario. But back to Nick Bosa, I believe that Nick is, you know, people say generational. Um, well, I say, well, I give him that crown yet. I don't know necessarily believe that I would give him that crown. But if there was Cliff Kingsbury and Nick Bosa back in 2019, I think right now Cliff Kingsbury is looking for a job. And the reason why I say that is because the offensive firepower is not there without Kyler Murray. And I know that they've progressed every three years, but the team isn't what it is without Kyler Murray. They're not in the playoffs. Nick Bosa, I mean, they have a, you know, Armstead, they have a great defense and it's also their head coach and their ability to time of possession and run the ball and, and kill teams. Nick Bosa has been dealing with on and off the field, dealing with injuries. When he's on the field, he is a, he is a problem. Like dude is fucking good. And he could get to mm-hmm. a quarterback and has a plethora of moves. I think any family member w- in the name Bosa can do a spin move and a, a dip and rip on a, on opposing tackles, right? They're just athletic family. And I think that he would be a great player for the Cardinals, and I think that he would be someone that we would know and talk about for years to come. But I think that that it would be a revolving door at head coach because you need some type of security on that offensive unit. And I think Kyler is one of those, as we talked about, those foundational pieces that we could see for the next five to ten years, Johnny. Well, I think just a perfect litmus test of how it initially would have gone. And, and again, Steve Wilkes – you, you want to agree or disagree who's given a fair shot with this organization. He was one and done. He was not cut out to be an NFL head coach, at least in the scenario that the Cardinals presented. Um, that was a disaster. Mike McCoy and company in 2018. But the Cardinals had Josh Rosen and an elite edge rusher in 2018 in Chandler Jones, right? They had that combination, and they were yeah. terrible. They were the worst team in the NFL. So even if Nick Bosa is peak Nick Bosa, and he run defensive rookie of the year, he's fantastic. Uh, in 2019 in route to getting this 49ers, I believe to the Super Bowl that year. Um, 
he's not doing anything, I believe, with Josh Rosen in year two, even flankering the opposite side with Chandler Jones. I believe that year with Chandler Jones, Chandler had something to the effect of 20-plus sacks that year with Vance Joseph. Like, that's great. And I think pass rusher is the second most important position in the NFL. But it is leaps and bounds less important than than quarterback. Quarterback is the only position. Yeah, quarterback is the only position in Vegas worth more than a point. Switching the spread, you know, if, if Kyler Murray's out, the spread goes from, you know, minus one and a half to plus five and a half for the other team. If Nick Bosa's out, maybe it's minus one and a half to pick them. That's that's the reality of it. And I was one of the people and it's, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it. Like, I did not think the right decision was let's go get Kyler Murray. I was like, no one gives up on a quarterback after one year that you just took in the top 10. Josh they Rosen. Seen, they had seen enough. John. <laughs> I get certainly. And kudos to them. You want to you want to bitch and moan about Steve Kime? You can do that till the cows come home. That's Dude made the, the right decision, right? And he hey. put the tape on. And hey. and my criticism of moving off of Josh Rosen was never about Kyler. It was always just about like this is unheard of. And I also thought, yeah, why is no one for real? Right? For why real. is no one offering the farm to come up and get Kyler Murray? Like we've seen other scenarios in which a team's picking in the top three da, and they're like, we have a quarterback that we're happy with. There's a high profile quarterback coming out. Give us a bunch of firsts. And the minute the off season start, you can go back and look at my tweets. I thought the Cardinals are going to get multiple firsts. Somebody's going to come take Kyler Murray first overall. And they're going to be able to build. But that never happened. But, but Johnny, so I mean, yeah, everything that happened with the Cardinals that year is unprecedented. Like Cliff Kingsbury yeah. from a, what was it? A head coach or offensive coordinator to a head coach of the national football league. And, you know, look at Kyler and, and although that he's a Heisman Trophy winner and he's one of the greatest athletes that we've ever seen, but we've seen those dual threat type of quarterbacks, all of them not be so successful. And I don't even want to put Kyler in the category uh, of a Tim Tebow, but, you know, we've seen situations like that in the past where you've gotten guys with basically unsure how the pro, you have to be the right fit. And I think that's why I keep going back to, that's why when they got Cliff, Collar made the most sense because they both fit each other's system and getting Nick Bosa wasn't going to impact the game like a guy like Kyler does touching the football every play where if you're the opposing offense and you're just that good, he's Nick Bosa is playing the Reggie White ability, right? Like we just run away from him, screen him, do whatever, run whams and tackle, you know, powers at him, just run at him or run away from him every play. Like he can't impact the play every play where a guy like Kyler, the quarterback, touches the ball every offensive snap. Yeah, I let's let's go through this because uh, okay, like they they hire Cliff Kingsbury. That was between Cliff and Adam Gase, by the way. I, I think they would have ended up with Adam Gase had Cliff opted to choose the New York Jets, and there were kind of dueling interviews happening. They ended up going with Cliff. If if Steve Kime, because Cliff didn't have a ton of options to say, I, I'm going to be hired by the Cardinals only if you take Kyler Murray, because the Jets had Sam Darnold, who had shown next yeah. to nothing. So Cliff was coming here. He he. They were conducting OTAs with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was there for voluntary workouts, maybe not OTAs, but whatever workouts happened right before the draft. I remember there were there's video of Cliff working with Josh Rosen. So like they were engaged and Cliff saying all the right things on camera. But then by at that point, it was obvious they were not going to take um, Nick Bosa or Quentin Williams. They were going to take Kyler Murray. So if if they had taken Nick Bosa. And they had kept Josh Rosen based on what's happened with Josh. We we know it, it would have been a disaster, right? Like Cliff's won games in this league with Brett Hundley. He's won games with Colt McCoy. 
but the offense and the roster has gotten progressively better because this rebuild has been in full effect. Josh Rosen on that, that 2019 Cardinal team, D.A., where Kyler Murray, with all his talent and all his ability, granted it was his, his first year, in a division where multiple teams went to the playoffs, one of which went to the Super Bowl, Kyler went 5-10-1. Even with Nick Bosa in house, how many wins is Josh Rosen getting that 2019 team to, you think? I'd say under three, Johnny. I mean, mm-hmm. but just because Kyler and his ability, I mean, we saw it early on. I mean, when nothing's there, he's taken off. And, I mean, we know the statistics when he has, you know, over 50, 55 yards rushing. I mean, it just impacts the game and getting first downs. But I, just there's no no comparison. All respect to Josh Rosen and what he was able to do in college. And even, you know, just to play the game in the pros. And we could just, you know, one can argue that he hasn't had the best of opportunities and in a shitty, you know, shitty, you know, hands dealt to him. However, Kyler Murray is a different level, and I think that there's a reason why he's in the MVP conversation. There's there's a reason why the Cardinals have so many primetime games, and it's due to that combination of picking him first and having a coach like Cliff Kingsbury that can highlight his abilities. And his abilities are, what, being fast as shit, no one on the football field can catch him, and two, Mm -hmm. being insanely accurate throwing the deep ball and and pinpointing the ball and having great relationships with his receivers. So you combine those two, you know, Barry Sanders legs with, you know, Troy Aikman or John Elway's arm. I mean, you got a unique player and that's what Kyler is. The thing about it is he just isn't six, five, six, six, like we've seen in the past. And I think that's maybe the reason why we didn't see other teams trying to engage with the Cardinals and get him because of, you know, he was five ten and didn't run a, and, and didn't run a 40, right? Because they want to feel good about it. I mean, look with Drew Brees, Doug Flutie. I mean, we just got into the era of, I mean, I guess you could back it up and say Michael Vick, but really got into the era of smaller quarterbacks could come in and do it, you know, at a high level. But it's still guys like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and, um, you know, just, just the big ones, you know, the big guys that could just sling it. And I mean, that's traditionally what the games look like and what we know it as. Kyler Murray and Nick Bosa have both been to two Pro Bowls in three seasons. They were the offensive and defensive rookie of the years, respectively. Uh, I think that's the first time that's ever happened at 1-2, or the first time I can remember it happening, being the first and second overall pick. Um, Bosa is scheduled to get a mega contract extension sometime in the next calendar year. Sounds familiar. We're all just waiting on bated breath for Kyler Murray to sign his generational contract with the Cardinals at 45 plus million dollars per season. It's a good problem to have. And, you know, for all the faults and Steve Kime gets um, for, you know, misdraft picks and, and redos um, this was his biggest swing as general manager. It saved his job. It was a huge, huge gamble. And speaking of gambling, you can gamble on UFC 276 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the UFC We've got UFC action. We've got MLB action. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX, but $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win. Get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday night at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You're listening to this pod, this tasty audio-only pod, on a Tuesday, tomorrow, on Wednesday, we will be live at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub all day, hanging out with the rest of our PHNX crew. Card starts at 4 p.m. per usual, but you can get Coyotes. You can get, um, I believe, PHNX Bets daily. You can get um, all the all the quality programming, Suns and Sun Devils that you 
have come to know and love this Wednesday, Four Peaks Brewery Live in Tempe. You got to be 21 and over to partake in a beverage for Four Peaks. But if you want to come out and hang out with your family, get some quality food, you can do that. Just enjoy it responsibly. All right, looking at the redraft of the 2019 NFL Draft. Kyler Murray doesn't go to the Arizona Cardinals DA. Do you think he ends up a 49er at two? There was talk once upon a time that the Oakland Raiders with John Gruden were going to take him at four. The Jets, the year before, just taken Sam Darnold. They were not ready to move off of him yet. So really it comes down to, do you think San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo in a year they went to the Super Bowl would have considered Kyler Murray at pick two? Hey, you're muted, DA. Sorry about that, Johnny. Yeah, I mean, yes, knowing what they have offensively in terms of their head coach and what they could do and what he you could see what he wants to progress to. And we've seen what they've done in, in, in getting a guy like Trey Lance, that athletic quarterback with the savvy that can do it all. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see him going, too. And that would have been a problem for the Arizona Cardinals if you had yeah. Kyler Murray in the division and you had to see him twice a year. So I'm glad it happened how it happened. And, you know, just we you, t- you touched on that a little bit, Johnny. Steve Kimes just decision making to move off Josh Rosen after one year to move off a head coach and get Cliff, get Kyler and make this thing work. And it was, as you talked about complete rebuild and they've seen progress. I mean, obviously the last thing that we saw left the, you know, not necessarily the the, the greatest taste in their mouth in terms of their performance, but I think you're in a better position. And I know that when people say, well, what the 49ers have been the two Super Bowl or, or, you know, one Super Bowl, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And another NFC title game. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, I mean, they've been active in the postseason, right? But it's not just because of Nick Bosa. I mean, he's, he's a part, but it's not just because of Nick Bosa. And I think that the Cardinals wouldn't even be mentioned right? If it weren't for Kyler Murray. So I think that's the big difference. But yes, Johnny, I could definitely see him in San Fran and, and, and uh, Las Vegas as well. I mean, really any team. I mean, I don't think that anyone's going to really come out and say it. I mean, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. We love a guy. He's awesome. He's great. But at that time, due to the factors that I mentioned earlier, I don't think teams were you know super high on, on the charts to get Kyler. It's isn't it just funny? We talk about the holes that this team has and the missteps in the draft, and they've got to be better in late April. And so many whiffs in the first round, and what's going on with Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, and blah blah blah. But they're still a borderline playoff team because really a group of players led by number one, Kyler Murray. And that I mean, it's the X factor. It's why they swept the San Francisco 49ers last year. They're three and four against Kyle Shanahan and dating back to 2020. Kyler Murray is the X factor. And had they gifted them to an in-division rival, they would never have let let that down. We all respect Cliff Kingsbury and the job he's done. I think we can all agree. You know, Kyle Shanahan's a very competent, if not, you know, good to great quarterback coach and gets a lot out of his quarterbacks. Certainly he's gotten Jimmy Garoppolo to two NFC title games, and you mentioned the Super Bowl. What could he have done with Kyler Murray? It would have been scary for this organization, especially with a George Kittle involved um, and a Debo Samuel, which they got later in this draft. So I, I just I think that the Cardinals, for the first time in their history, were bold when they needed to be bold. And I do believe that the preference of Steve Kime, we don't even talk about Quentin Williams because I, I do think as much as Steve Kime liked Quentin Williams, that's a trade-down option. Had he traded down with an Oakland at four who ended up taking Cleveland Farrell, who was a mega bus. Like had Quentin Williams been there, he would have been happy to take Quentin. But I, I really do think like 
Kime's preference was to take Nick Bosa from about mid-December until early March. And then he's just like, this is a quarterback-driven game. I watch Russell Wilson on an otherwise average to bad Seahawk team toast me twice a year. The, the, these kind of playmakers, you're in the you're at the top of the draft. You don't want to go back there, right? You never want to be picking top five. And so what do you have to do to make sure you're not back there? Well, the Cardinals haven't been picking top five since they drafted Kyler Murray. They've gone from seven or eight, I believe, 16. And then this year they picked, what, 23? They've gotten better each of the three seasons they've had Kyler Murray. Nick Bosa, they're probably, truth be told, D.A., running it back into the top 20 that next year. And we remember what that was like to get a quarterback in that class. Had they taken Nick Bosa, they would have they would have bottomed out again, and they would have been picking top three to five again. And you're looking at the you're looking at the 2020 draft, and they would have been in that sweepstakes for Joe Burrow, Tua, and Justin Herbert. They would have been in that group. Yeah, and I mean that. I mean, no, seeing what they've done, with the exception of Tua, you know, with with Herbert and, and Burrow. I mean, obviously they've had some a lot of success. You know, two young stars, potentially three, with all the additions to it has now in Miami but I, I agree with you Johnny if they get Nick Bosa they're picking in the top five again and it's a problem and it's a rebuild and every year that I mean who who knows in terms of the coaching what's going to happen I mean I just like the decisions that they made to get to the point where we're at and I mean it I mean that's why if it were a fifth we'd all be drunk you know because it, it, it ain't reality <laughs> and it's something for us to talk about but you know Kyler Murray's a stud Nick Bosa's a stud I'm glad they play each other, but I'm glad we got Kyler Murray because, as you, we talked about, he's a game changer. And you just talked – you brought it, about, uh, brought it up earlier, Johnny. Look at Russell and what he was able to do. It took for them literally to have nothing left on defense, and he was still beating quality football teams. You know, like yeah. that's how good the quarterback position is. I mean, look at Denver. And I know that they got pieces here and pieces there, but they're, people are really talking about them as a contender because of Russell Wilson. You know, after the Legion of Boom, after Marshawn – um, you know, was gone. It was just Russell Wilson and maybe one or two guys. I mean, they just got Metcalf, right? But for the most part, it was just Russell. And he had the ability to keep all the teams in the in, in the game. And my point is, is that Kyler is on that level, I believe. You know, a healthy Kyler, once he learns how to be that type of football player and maybe not be as ath- athletic with his feet and maybe just extend the play and throw it rather than taking off, I think that's going to extend his career. Because you saw, you see a lot of that in Russell Wilson. And I just think it's part of the, you know, the maturity process. We're going to do a lot of these what-ifs over the course of the offseason as we await training camp. This is probably the easiest one to just be like, oh, my good hell. Thank God the Cardinals did what they did. I want to remind everybody, OGs, one of our new favorite sponsors, just got done hanging out at the Maya Day Club in Scottsdale earlier this month. They just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, Pina Colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend that's just in time for those summer road trips and pool parties. Again, some of our PHNX crew are going to be continuing out at the My Day Club in Scottsdale over the course of the coming months. We want to see you there. We want to see you happy and healthy. But to do that, get your COVID-19 vaccine. Vaccines are free for everybody, five and up. Those 12 and older are now eligible for the booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. You can check out OGs at ogbrands.com. Check them out on Instagram at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. We've got so much stuff planned, not only for the course of this summer, but in preparation for this season. You want to keep it locked in 
to gophnx.com, become a member, 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent month. Get all of your PHNX Cardinals gear in preparation for this season at the PHNX Merchandise Locker. We're having fun here on an audio-only podcast. DA, is there any one of these what-if scenarios you want to talk about that we haven't considered? Um, I mean, I, I think a good one might be back in 2004. What if, <laughs> yeah, what if sounds, the Cardinals yeah. had stayed at pick one and gotten Eli Manning? Do you think he would have been a Cardinal, an Arizona Cardinal? Ah, uh, I mean, it was you, around you, your time with the team. Now, yeah, you're saying that if he would have did, the, I don't, the, I don't want to play for this team. You're saying if yeah. he would have did that, ah, uh, potentially. Or would they, would they have still taken Fitz first overall? I think they still might have taken Fitz first overall. Oh yeah, I, I think that they still take Fitz. Yeah, regardless of what happens, I think that there was just like that kind of the situation that we're talking about with Cliff and, and Kyler. It was yeah. Denny and Fitz. Like that relationship was just Great there. We got the the perfect coach here, you know, the perfect relationship. He can, you know, build him into that Chris Carter, even better type player. So I think regardless, it was going to happen. My, my, my fumble recovery didn't have much to do with it, Johnny. It didn't. Oh, my God. Love that, love that game in 2003 against the Vikings. Yeah, One yeah. of the best ever. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah. They were always, thank God for the Raiders and Robert Gallery. Uh, and, and thank God Larry Fitzgerald made it to pick number three. Yeah, he and Denny were always destined to be together. I want to remind everybody, just like DA and I on this podcast, I want to remind everybody, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Again, a reminder, we will be out for Peaks Brewery in Tempe tomorrow on Wednesday for Peaks 8th Street Pub all day. PHNX, the official beer, official brewery of PHNX for DA Damian Anderson on Twitter. I'm Johnny Venerable. We will see you manana on site. See everybody. Take care.